Hello everybody and welcome back to another exciting brand new episode on your favorite podcast, the Native Society Podcast. Now, if you are new to the society and if you do not know who you're listening to, this is the voice of Coda, that is me. And as always, I'm not here by myself. I am here with the lovely Nubia. Hey Nubia, how are you? Hey Kolda, I'm good, how are you? I'm alright man, thanks for asking. How is the month of August treating you? Uh, August is just another month in my world. Yeah, speaking of which, I we should say uh, Happy New Year to the Wasutu people. August is their new year and uh, I hope they get a prosperous new year. Silemo Sawasutu, so... That should be for all of us actually. That's yeah, when that, we should all be celebrating our new year, around know, August or September. It makes sense, but let me just take this time to give the Wasutu some cheer, you know, let's yeah. show them some love. <laughs> Shout out the Wasutu people anywhere you are. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, please do best and share this podcast to everyone so that they too can join in the, the conversation. You know, uh, in today's episode, I want us to be discussing, you know, a myth. I want us to debunk a myth a common myth that goes around the biggest myth in history you know that says that uh, black people have not contributed anything towards technology or black people have not invented anything and that's like the biggest myth of all mm-hmm. so in today's episode i need you to help me right debunk all this <laughs> myth and and i hope that after this episode airs and everyone is listening to it they too can take the initiative to mm-hmm. actually you know fact check and correct us where we might have you know and actually give credit where it's due you know that's what we are hoping to do today yes yeah so some of the things the simple basic things that i want to start by Mm -hmm. that black people invented that we do not get credit for you know things as papers you know uh chess the whole game the game that smart people play yeah that was all us and medicine you know when it comes to medicine, there's this issue or myth rather mm. that goes around that says when people talk about African medicine, African traditional medicine, mm. we use that thinking of roots, leaves, you know, backward things, primitive as they would call it. And that is all a myth, you know. Western medicine has like largely African components in them. So, yes, I mean, even if that is like one of the biggest myths when it comes to African traditional medicine, mm-hmm. having to envision uh, roots and plants and all those things whenever we think about African traditional medicine, it's not necessarily a bad thing because it works. It worked then, it still continues to work now. It's just that people might be oblivious to some of the components, like you said, that are used in so-called nicely packaged Western medicine, which is fundamentally African medicine. But there's really nothing wrong in thinking herbs and roots and all these concoctions whenever we think about African traditional medicine because it does work. That goes without saying, and that's facts, you know. But the thing is, there's a negative connotation that comes with roots. You Mm. understand? To say, when you are sick and then you want to go see uh, Sangom, as they're called, traditional healers, mm. right? People do not feel enthusiastic about it. You understand? So when you speak about 
a traditional healer, for example, mm-hmm. you think about those things, roots and whatnot. So you already have this negative uh, attachment to the medicine. Because of conditioning, of course. Yes. And the other thing that we also should mention on the podcast yes. is uh, civilization. We are the first people to civilize the world. We were the first people to be civilized mm-hmm. and, of course, teach other people how to be civilized, right? But the common myth is we were waiting on a savior to come and civilize us because we were so primitive and so retarded. Apparently, we were stuck in evolution. We were stuck at a specific stage waiting to be saved by more evolved people, I guess. And whoever believes that and the people that are teaching us these things could never be so wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you're wrong today, you know. But, yeah, some of the things that I want us to, to look into that Africans uh, created, right, it is a lawnmower, you know. And, this, and some of the things that we're going to be mentioning in this podcast today, these are some things that people consider as technologically advanced, mm-hmm. you know, only advanced people could make this. I mean, if you're listening to us right now through your cell phone, right, that invention, it should be credited to a person by the name of Henry Samson, an African who created a cell phone. If it wasn't for Mr. Henry Samson, we wouldn't be able to be communicating the way that we do today, you know. So shout out to Mr. Samson, wherever he is. And I'm glad that we as Africans, we are exploiting these mm-hmm. inventions. And I just hope that as time goes by, we get more African-made devices, you know, so we stop using some of these uh, Chinese and uh, European inventions, uh, improvements of our inventions, right? Yeah, you know, and also like when it comes to women who actually he invented stuff, you know, there's people like uh, Lydia Newman that invented like a hairbrush, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the common stereotype is black people, you know, didn't comb their hair. When you think about African hair, you see what they label dreadlocks. Yes. But, I mean, we invented like Hairbrushes a long time ago. And uh, since we are in the, uh, the month of women and stuff like that, I think we should also pay homage to a woman called uh, Mary Van Britten Brown, uh, modern C.J. Walker, brother. Uh, since we're talking about Mary mm. uh, Van Britten Brown, she is the first person who invented the CCTV home security system. Imagine. That is the that system came out of the brilliant mind of a woman. I mean, that that deserves like a round of applause, you know. To our previous episode that we dropped about can women lead, right? And it, it was speaking. We were speaking in terms of women leadership and basically how smart women are, because it's a common stereotype that you know women are subordinate to men. And if you look at history, that's what it teaches us. So those are one of the things that we really need to highlight. Yeah, and it goes without saying. Yeah. You know, yeah, you, you touched on the previous episode as well. And for people who are still in doubt that women can lead or women can, like, invent stuff. I mean, there's this woman here called uh, Patricia Beth. 
She is the person who invented the Lesio Pacio probe. It's a tool that corrects uh, cataracts during eye surgery. I mean, that is the great invention right there. And, you know, shout out to, to, to that sister right there for creating that. You know, she actually moved forward the whole thing of uh, eye surgery. Without this woman inventing this tool, mm-hmm. we'll still be trying to fix eyes with like forks and knives, I think. <laughs> Books and knives, that's, that's quite ironic. Yeah, And yeah. also an ironing board, like something as simple as an ironing board that we use every day. It just required like one person to just say, you know what, maybe I can create something like this so that I can make ironing much easier. And that is uh, Madam Sarah Bourne. Yeah, shout out to her. And one of the things that I also wanted to address, I was listening to a radio show one of these days when I was going to work in, mm. in a taxi. I forgot the name of the the radio show and this woman had kids calling in and then she was quizzing them about who created a light bulb right Mm. and then she went on to talk about how sir what's the name of that guy again uh edison thomas edison Mm. the, the the white person right he gets the credit for creating the light bulb but in all honesty the light bulb is actually an african invention uh, the person that created the light bulb goes by the name of Lewis Howard Latimer. That is the person that created the light bulb. Without Mr. Latimer, Thomas Edison will be somewhere there, you know, in a cave. I think white people will still be in darkness if it wasn't for Mr. Latimer. And also another thing that we need to uh, put in context when it comes to why stuff like that happened and continues to happen is to look at the... well historical events right so because of colonialism and the likes slavery it would have been taboo to attribute such a remarkable attribute to a black person right i mean black people were doing amazing things since their inception right but because it was a white world you cannot have a black inventor inventing something so great and having to give them the credit for it. I mean, that still happens today in some aspects, especially in the workplace, where other people get to take credit for your work, but, you know, you are the actual brains behind it. So, like also in South Africa, um, forgive me for forgetting the, the name of the first heart transplant surgeon mm-hmm. who was unofficially a surgeon because he was a gardener okay uh that guy and till today i mean people rave about south africa being the first place to successfully uh make a heart transplant a human heart transplant but it's said that it's attributed to the wrong person it is very sad you know uh there's this trend that I noticed on TikTok, you know, people now are raving about uh, air fryers, pressure cookers, right? Mm-hmm. Matter the person that created the first pressure cooker in the world was a black person. Yeah. You know, an elevator having to press buttons and just move up and down. I mean, like some of these inventions, when you look at them today, you cannot begin to think I think it's because of the brainwashing and colonization, the whole process that we went through, Mm -hmm. right? To say, how can a person who created 
a light bulb lotions and soaps you understand everything that we pretty much use today and that is pretty much everything that uh white supremacy claims as their inventions right <laughs> yeah. we have uh, a person by the name of George Washington Carver the person who found over 100 uses or with a peanut this is the person that created peanut butter this is the person that created paints if it wasn't for mr carver he invented a lot of things eh hey, joe i mean like you know mr carver is and i don't think he's getting enough credit he does not get There enough credit there are people who don't even know his name you know what i mean and the other thing is if we did not take the initiative to have to bring this information forth i mean like people do not necessarily go through the trouble of looking for this kind of information out there and i'm just glad that you know we are out here trying to uh, give people this information and hopefully people are going to be you know taking this information and you know move yeah. it forward and then there's a person called uh, i want to talk about called uh, Garnet Morgan the person who invented the first gas mask and a traffic light roboto you know so so when robot boy says roboto 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 you know that he's giving he's paying homage to Mr. Garnet Morgan who created the first traffic lights. Yeah, and also another person that uh, doesn't get enough credit it's I don't know if it's a man or a woman but it's Granville Woods. Mhm. Um he invented things like I just said he. Uh well they invented the, the telephone transmitter, electric cutoff switch, relay instruments. telephone system electro <laughs> make break i mean a lot of things he even invented an electrical rail system you know the bullet trains that uh one of uh what's that uh your favorite podcast what's the name of that podcast again podcast in show they were raving about how uh in birmingham they have like bullet trains and what not mm. in china they have bullet trains the person who invented the rail the electric rail system was a black person and also a roller coaster you are, you know what i mean all these things i mean oh my god it's what, a lot what is it that we didn't invent at this point it's sad though that we don't you know we don't know most of these names it's really sad do you know that if it wasn't for africans right they wouldn't be able to go to space because the person that created a space shuttle retrieval arm was a black person. I mean the list just goes on and on. The list is endless and I'm pretty sure people out there are they have you know opposing views mm-hmm. of which it is it's a good thing if you have opposing views and you actually have facts to I mean, oppose these views. It's, it's a good thing to have opposing views. I mean you you're entitled to that That's since, how we learn. since everyone is entitled to everything. Mm-hmm. You know but at least know where that stems from. Why do you hold the views that you hold? and why are you so convinced and why do you speak with so much conviction with the amount of information that you have and the source of where it comes from yeah and since we are on the bandwagon of people who invented stuff there's also that Zimbabwean guy who invented a TV that function out of radio waves mm-hmm. i mean you know that guy deserves like a round of applause mr chikumbudzo wow. Mr. Jukumbuzo is a visionary. He is just continuing the legacy that our forefathers, mm-hmm. the people that we've been mentioning throughout the podcast did. And from that, it is then I think 
it is then left to the next generation, our, gener our generation and the next generation to take these inventions further, you know. And uh, there's also a myth that says if it wasn't for white people or without white people, mm. black people cannot do anything. But after having listed all these things, I mean, I think that myth is busted. Yes, yeah, busted, but you need to also take into consideration the psychological impact of everything that has happened to black people. So for the most of the views that we hold today and the belief systems that we have, I mean, they were forced on us. So. You know, uh, Italians are credited for shoes, right? Mm. But are you aware that the first person to actually make a shoe it was a black person. Was a black person. You know what I mean? A car. Yo. Like we said, pretty much everything that we can think of. That is the 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 pinnacle of like technological advancements right now. Yes, they made you know we have different brands and they accredit them to different sectors of Europe, mm -hmm. but the blueprint of it. The idea. I mean, even potato chips. But I mean, when you think of it, it's kind of inevitable to not attribute everything to black people since, I mean, you can't be the founders of civilization and not, you know, be able to conceptualize such kind of things. It is re It would be an injustice to think less of black people when we attribute civilization to them, to Africans. But we do have Africans that believe that, you know, we waited for white people to come around. By design, of course. Yeah, but, you know, at some point, how long do we have to remain ignorant to a point that you just take, you just take everything. When someone is lying to you, you listen and you pay close attention to that lie and you grab to each and every single word of that lie that is being told, right? Because the truth is too painful to pay, to bear. How is it painful to say that a person who looks exactly like you because you know that when you stand for the truth, you know what gets to happen to people who stand for the truth or the right thing, right? So it's easier to live with a lie than to actually come to terms with your reality. That's just what I think. It makes sense. Because yeah. if you enjoy a cold beer, cold water, frozen ice cream, ice cream itself. Fizzy drinks. All those things. Anything that, anything that it, you know, anything cold, you know, even cold <laughs> is, is an invention of black people. Mm. And the sad thing about it is that everything that you come in contact with today, pretty much everything that you use in your daily life has African roots in it. Mm -hmm. And if you are not aware of these things, you know, out of sight, out of mind type of mentality, if you're not aware of it, you're not going to like, you know, consciously know that Consciously you... go out there and look for it and say, okay, this this is really what it is. You know, I mean, right now, just speaking about things like this, I feel good about myself, you know? Yeah. I feel great about myself to say, me having to speak to you right now using this mic and using the internet, whether you're on your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you are right now, all this is made possible by Africans. If it by wasn't for, us. you know, if it wasn't for us, 
all this wouldn't be here or at least would wait maybe another lifetime for them to get to invent something like this of which i doubt it though but yeah and there actually people who say oh no we get the historical achievements of africans and whatnot but what are africans doing today i mean we have to talk about history we have to learn from it so that we are able to go back to that place where we're able to have confidence in ourselves and actually believe that we can do anything that we put our minds to because society does not allow black people to even take up space in anything constructive right yes so we need to constantly work at it i mean for us to speak like this today about consciousness and how we feel good about knowing all this information is not something that happened overnight and of course there's still a lot to learn and it's a work in progress we take it one one day at a time yeah and just to add on what you just said right now uh we tend to downplay the importance of history but everywhere you go if you go to any major city there are street names there are statues right those are historical artifacts that they want to hold on to mm-hmm. when you go into school the curriculum they teach you about people like uh, what's that guy again thomas latimer mm-hmm. thomas edison rather they teach you about those things they are holding on to their history because it have it has like some relevance today because if you do not know where you're coming from you cannot know where you're going you don't even, even know who you are you know what i mean so to answer the people that say that okay you as africans you build the pyramids you gave a civilization but look at the way that you're living right now i think that is as a result of us having to forget our history so if we are to look back into history you know and even if we are to look back into history mm-hmm. people it's like people expect things to just work out overnight and for africans to be in the condition that they're in today it didn't just happen overnight it happened through centuries right that is why we have this as a result so of course to undo all of that damage is not going to take like 20 or 30 years like in south africa you know like apartheid people will say apartheid ended a long time ago but it hasn't even been 30 years but they expect black people to forget all that trauma and just move on and become bad facts those are facts i cannot say anything more on that issue because you said it best you know and the other thing when we speak about uh, african civilizations or mm-hmm. africans civilizing the world being the architects of civilization people somehow think cool when we say as africans we should go back to our old way of living or we should go back to the african way of living people automatically think that we say people should go lives in in uh, in huts and people should uh, start dressing in however they project as how we dress mm. back in the day which is a lie if we invented clothes and shoes i mean how are we walking the streets naked you know what i mean we invented clothes running and around sh- living in little huts you know like they, they even insult us by saying we're living in housing without windows or doors like come on how do we have cctv home security how can someone who who was stolen from their motherland living like that be even able to conceptualize inventing such kind of things you know you know what i mean so people need to get over that myth or idea that african civilization or going back to african way of living is living in shacks 
not rather shags, but in hards and something that is backwards and primitive. That is not it. When we say go back to African way of living, my understanding of it, because I am one person who is consciously trying to learn about these things. This is how I understand of it, right? Mm-hmm. To say, let's go back and look at how we lived. Because we lived peacefully. Put aside the history that we're told about Shaka having to uh, conquer other tribes. Put away the history that we're being told by uh, oppressors, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? And put away the history that we are being told that just because our history is not here and it's not written down, so it therefore never existed. Put away all those things, right? And then just look into the world. The facts are there. There were many ways to document history. You understand? The facts are there. If societies back then could function without a toxic masculinity, for example, mm-hmm. without feminism, for example, if they that lived, means they were doing something right. That's what we, we say. We need to go back and find what it is that they did that was able to work. You know what I mean? That is where the issue is. That's what we need to go back and take. Take those lessons from history. And, and implement them in the current context. Because culture and uh, life is not stagnant. Mm-hmm. You know. So when we talk about African way of life, we're not saying go back and into 19 O's and what we're not we're not saying go back in time because we can never do that we're saying or just learn and evolve it yeah do what works and even living in huts right that was a form of technology instead of looking primitively at people who who live in huts study the technology of you know why is it that they came up with the design or having to live in huts because I don't think people actually view living in huts the way that our ancestors did. I mean, I don't think they were retarded. They were not. Now that you've mentioned it, it takes ingenuity. Mm-hmm. If you look at the way a hut is built, yeah, and then and then you take into account the climate conditions, aerodynamics of that whole thing, yeah, to say those things, they, I've never heard. I mean. Why would anyone think, or you know what, I want to build a house, but it has to be round. It has to be a rundle, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could literally be any shape. I mean, since they built the pyramids, why didn't they make it like a triangle? Or a square. Or a square. A pyramid is a triangle, by the way. <laughs> you know, why didn't they make it a square or a rectangle or something like that? But they made that shape for a reason. Yeah. Right? And just because we're looking at he, our, our our own history through the lenses of other people, we don't get to see the importance of it. So, you know, with that being said, uh, it reminds me of a conversation that we were having yesterday uh, when you spoke about uh, how graduates today are unable to do some of the most basic, simple things. You understand? Yes. And, you know, we spoke about how people, the more that we strive for the so-called civilization the western civilization we we tend to forget the basics how to do the basic things you know because mm-hmm. food does not grow in a supermarket yeah and our civilization says you know what food supermarket you know kfc is not uh where food is grown you know we need people who are going to go back this is what we're talking about, about going back, right? Mm-hmm. Look back and say, wait, we invented all these things, agriculture, it is us. So if you can just farm, grow few vegetables, what do you think is going to happen the day that pick and pay, checkers and all these uh, supermarkets 
decides to shut down and you have all these millions in your bank account what are you going to do are you going to eat the million in your bank account logically no and technically no but that's what people think like i mean like your car won't be able to move without petrol because everything is just money money they say money makes things happen you know what i mean apparently look at the the struggles that most of us here in the the lower levels of society as we are called right mm-hmm. life came to a standstill during lockdown when shops were closed and you could not do certain things you understand yes street vendors were barred from trading and if you look at that whole thing and you're thinking to yourself wait i do not have anything to eat and farmers were continuing to farm because i mean that's what keeps life you going understand, you understand but we were but told we, not we, to but we were from the outside looking in right but it's sad such a witness it's very sad but yeah you, before we round off are there any other inventions that you want to drop before we leave because people might think that we didn't do much pretty much i think we covered uh, we covered a little bit of a speck mm. of the inventions that we did you know and the uh, the ball has to be in the person listening's court to say go out there and actually find some other things that we did i would like to talk about like a door knob you know photo print wash we did that kitchen table we we did that uh, a monitor we did that a helicopter we did that uh, a postal letter box you know we did that uh bottle caps we did that a mop we did that a urinalysis machine we did that as well so yeah the list is endless you know and uh, i'm glad that today we debunked this myth so do you have any final words you want to drop no i don't really have any final words to drop but um there are many places that you can look for these black inventors except google of course but if you want to know more about um these black inventors i mean you can check out the black inventors well black inventions museum mm-hmm. go there and just do your research and find out more about yourself and your people and you'll be amazed over the things that you'll be able to do because I feel great right now. I think I might just invent something else. You know, I feel like inventing something right now. Yes, and it's it's important that we do this because white children and all other ethnic groups or other races, they do this what we're doing right now to build confidence in their in their kids. That's great. They tell them how great their ancestors were, the founders of America. I mean, And that guy did not find anything, which is a conversation for another topic, you know, for another episode. But anyway, it was nice talking about this and just being able to share. So yeah, that's it from me and my beautiful host. Oh, thank you for calling me beautiful. <laughs> uh I didn't know that I was beautiful, but hey, yeah. you said it. You know. Black people are beautiful. Believe From it. your lips to God's ears. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh make sure that you share this podcast with your friends. We would like to keep growing the society. 
I mean, it's for the natives. Yeah. You know, and uh, you never know, man. We might be the biggest podcast one day when we're talking about things that are actually helping black people to move forward. So thank you for listening. I hope you subscribe, whether wherever you listen to this podcast, don't subscribe there so that when the next episode drops, it gets you. You get notified, hey, your favorite podcast just dropped. So thank you for listening again from Coda and Nubia. Mm-hmm. We say peace.